Welcome back to New Rockstars. Loki Episode 4 sent off with our heads and as it blew our minds with new Timekeeper revelations and a whole fresh crop of Loki variants. Protect Alligator Loki at all costs, by the way, because <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it seems really cool. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MT, and with me, going rogue today, is, of course, the amazing Jessica Clemens. Hi, and if anyone harms... My little alligator Loki, I will lose my shit. <laughs> As you should, because amphibians have rights too. And of course, everyone's favorite variant, Tommy Bechtold. What's going on, Big Head Gang? Hey, Big Head Gang, peaches <laughs> and cream. Hey. I just got these sick alligator boots that I made. Uh, it's weird though, one of them has a little gold set of horns on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You hunted that yourself, huh? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And returning guest and fellow super nerd, Tom Michelson. Hello, Tom. Nice yeah. to meet you. Uh, I'm so glad to be back. I am, to keep the alligator uh, uh, metaphors going, I'm the alligator Loki to the Tommy original Loki. So I'm, I'm the uh, the other Tom, but I, I, I'm alligator Loki all the way. Team alligator Loki. I want to see more animal Lokis, honestly, because For why sure. not? You've already... You've already opened the, the gates. Mm -hmm. I honestly hope that Loki comes from the spider, spider ham universe. Yes. That'd be hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yes. With this new episode of Loki, we of course got introduced to all these interesting variants like boastful Loki and we have gator Loki and of course classic Loki played by Richard E. Grant. In the background of where all this is happening appears to be the ruins of New York. Well, today's first rogue question is, how did all these Lokis get there? How can they escape? And where do people go when they get pruned? And what other Loki variants might we see? It would just be so amazing to get to see, get to see all the, not that the universe is wide open, we can see any of them. So like, do you have like an idea of how they could have gotten there in the first place? So, well, definitely it has something to do with the, uh, with that stick, that the pruning stick. I think that they were getting to this planet. So first off, I, after watching this, I was like, I am so eager to see what episode mm -hmm. five is going to look like. So if you rewatch the trailer, you'll see that there's a part where Loki stands up in this wide field that's empty. And it's the same scene that we see at the very end in the mm. mid credits. Uh, so it's the same scene, but you can't see the three people that are in it. And you can tell that that's the Avengers Tower right. in the background. So this is something that is a destroyed planet, either through the TVA. Uh, when they reset things, they maybe send people to this. Because I like the idea of the, the prison, the prison time that they kept putting Loki mm -hmm. into with Sif. And so maybe this is a timeline that is just a prison planet where they're putting all the Lokis or where they put all the people they reset. Because and I also think that we're going to see President Loki mm -hmm. in this timeline. So I think all the people that are reset and put there are also there along mm -hmm. with the Lokis that are there. So I think they're pruned and put onto this part of a timeline where they can't mm -hmm. get out of, obviously, because they're all there. But I think that's how they got there okay. in the first place. So do you think that um, C20 is there as well? Yes, I think so. because. I really do want to see that President Loki scene that we see in the trailer in that same time mm. or in the same space because it would make sense why he's just and then we'd get this fun battle of all the Lokis of him being like, why doesn't anybody <laughs> listen to me? I'm the President Loki, even though this could be a world where that President Loki mm. just blew it up. Mm. And so they're in this part of New York and that's mm. where they're vanished to at all times. But I think we're going to see all the people that are reset also put or pruned mm. put there just because it's like when they all in the trailer, when they all put their swords and their daggers up to his throat, mm. who were all these people? And I think there's all the variants that were, or the people mm. that were just pruned okay. in general that are like following this Loki, but this Loki is just like mm. a piece of crap. So I think how they're going to get off, I can't say. Maybe Sylvie's going to get a, a temp pad mm. and get them out of it. Um, but I think 
every one of these Lokis have been put in the same timeline and they've just been in hiding because maybe it's just like a Mad Max world <laughs> where they're um they're just like when they were like, yeah, you're going to be in hell if you don't hurry up and follow us. It's because all these other variants are just there destroying each other. It's like a mm. battle okay. world. <laughs> I, I like that. It's just like a whole world full of variants or discarded variants, sort of. And it also makes sense for like how sloppy they're now being, if you can tell. They're getting kind of sl- It's getting to a point where you're like, oh, okay, so the time variance authority isn't really a thing. <laughs> it's like so one. it's one person somehow that's very smart and able to control all of these humans. And so it's like, hey, you guys are just getting loose now with it. It's, it's all falling apart now. All right. I like that. Okay. I like, yeah. How about you, Tony? I like, the, you uh, I like the idea of it being a world that they go to, but I think of it more as... The TVA being dishonest about what pruning is in the first place. Most people Mm -hmm. that see pruning assume it's death. It's a death sentence. Mm -hmm. I think even from the beginning, whoever's in charge of the TVA never intended the prune sticks to in the in the in the act of pruning to be a death sentence. I think it's more of a transporting teleportation device to individualized prison cells. I think where Loki is right now Mm -hmm. is the prison where all Loki variants and all consequences of Loki variants mm-hmm. actions go almost like a massive Raiders of the Lost Ark storage unit at the end where it just goes. So we see the Avengers tower mm-hmm. in the background and it looks destroyed like a, a apocalyptic Manhattan. Maybe that is a timeline where there was a variant Loki that succeeded with the Chitari in destroying mm-hmm. Manhattan and flattening and defeating the Avengers, then corrected by the TVA. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, these are all... I don't I don't think Mobius is there. I don't think C20 is there. I think they're in their own separate uh like kind of like oh, prison own. storage units with other variants. I mean in a way it kind of undercuts the maliciousness of someone in the TVA, but I wonder we still don't quite know what uh the remaining living TVA employees intentions are, which is I think we'll find out when Sylvie does her big uh inquisition next week. So my thought is just that everyone has been kind of like very similar to how Loki always operates. People just assume things of him and then the reality is revealed. I think people are just assuming pruning means death when in reality it it might just mean you're taken to another, you're stored almost like data in a Matrix-like prison. That would be insane to see a data yeah exactly (laughs) one one is like like in a hawaiian shirt tan having just jet skied for weeks oh i can play that part marvel if you need (laughs) (laughs) it's funny tommy i think you know that i think you could be right too about a prison planet and not being a proper timeline because one thing i was wondering is you know when you got two lokis together on lamentis it and they had a connection it immediately created this sharp spike in the timeline right, they would have right. to be in a place that wouldn't necessarily be affected like that maybe right. like a prison otherwise you know if if anybody started uh feeling another loki because you know loki's being loki's they started feeling each other they might end up being like that dragon world that in rick and morty where they you know want, they, they soul bond all day long right like, right well, right they might just end up being a huge orgy on disney plus so i don't know well, it must be something oh like that Sure. Um, well, it's just a prison planet. The entire time I kept trying to figure out why, like, because she was even trying mm-hmm. to inquire about what her Nexus event was. And that's, and so it's like, I don't, I want to believe that, because it's, I want to believe your theory right there, Tom. But then I'm also just like, then why mm-hmm. put all these Lokis in the same planet? I think the, the 
real reality of it is, yeah, these ones are problems, but the real problem was Sylvie. She also talks about it at the very beginning. Uh, so I really uh, held on to the fact at the very beginning, mm -hmm. she when she was playing with her dolls, she was like, the Valkyrie, come swoop in. And I was like, oh, this is, and then she's the mm -hmm. hero. We have the hero song playing. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's a really good person. She's different from all the Lokis. And I don't think, I think it was either A, the fact that she was just a really sweet female Loki that the variants were like, <laughs> we can't have her in this world because mm -hmm. Lokis are chaos. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be the gods of chaos. Here we have mm -hmm. a goddess that's just the sweetest little girl. Uh, we can't have her exist in this timeline. So I think she was the event more so than like, them falling in love, though I'm not one of those people online <laughs> that say they can't be in love. I was confused because I thought they were, it was like, are they siblings kind of? I guess not. I was a little confused, but now I'm not. Now I'm, now I'm all, I'm They're all not, like, well, technically, I'm for it. At first I was just like, it, it was more so like, <laughs> like i was just like honestly don't knock it till you try it sweet home alabama <laughs> so, no it's not it is not incest it is just a different oh person <laughs> i've seen it it's quite impressive ew that reminded me of another idea i had is because you, you know about her being a good person and being a good loki mm. and not taking her out and when she was playing with the Valkyries and seeming like a good kid, I was like, what if in her, in her timeline, she was actually good and would become a Valkyrie? Um, Bingo. And, and, be, and having a good Loki that now is becoming a Valkyrie and becomes a hero of Asgard would be the reason why they would nip her from the timeline, right? But mm -hmm. uh, her being a Valkyrie. No, that's right. I first actually yeah. thought she was Hela with the black hair and then she had the little uh, Fenris <laughs> doll wolf. And I was like, wait, is yeah. they're trying to say she's Hela or something? But then they... They went That'd away from that. But yeah, I'm wondering if that was maybe what it was, but the fact that it was so unmemorable for her. I would have loved her to be a Valkyrie, yeah. but I also just think, I just think she's a good person. She was a child. That's the hard part is that she was a child. So really her, mm. uh, what her goals in life are limitless, mm. but it was just that she was a good child, that she was obviously destined to just be like a sweet person and not try to, Loki's can't mm. be heroes. That was like their whole TVA's thing was like, they can't be a hero. If you die, yeah, you mm -hmm. have to, you can't die a hero because you're not a hero. So to have her yeah. exist in the world is just already chaos. They were like, we got to take her out. Um, or she oh, was cool. detrimental to Kang's plan. These are all fantastic theories. You guys are super, super smart. But I think I, now that I have to reward uh, Rogue Bucks, which is a currency I'm just gonna completely just be wild with i'm going to award three thousand points to mr tom michaelson interesting ideas three thousand points yes but two thousand points to jess and tommy because their ideas so so you guys all already have the most points in any rogue theory ever so please uh pat yourselves on the back for a momentous occasion. Anyways, before we continue with all that, over at NewRockStarsMerch.com, we've unveiled the first shirt design with our limited edition latest obsession series, Loki Out of Time. Buying the latest obsession shirt will give you the ability to leave a message on our Inside Marvel Loki After Show with either a shout out or your own rogue theory. And it'll show up during the show. And we got a full line of Loki-inspired merch, including an augmented reality shirt, Miss Minute stickers, TVA buttons, and other cool stuff that hasn't even been released yet. So find it all over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. But of course, we also have to thank our homies down at Helix Sleep for sponsoring this whole show. Now, whether a day job is being a master of the mystic arts, a billionaire playboy philanthropist, or an accountant, at the end of the day, you want to sleep in a bed designed for your specific needs. Helix Sleep has a quiz that matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress 
for you. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slide sleepers. Here at New Rockstars, Eric took the quiz and it got matched with the Dusk Lux Helix mattress, a medium firm beauty with lumbar support that sleeps cool. And he's been slubbering like a boss ever since he got it, so you know. The mattress ships right to your door for free and you never need to go to a mattress store ever again. Don't do it, it's weird. What if there's bed bugs there? Who knows? I'm not saying every mattress store has bed bugs, but eh, you don't wanna take the chance. And they were awarded the number one best overall mattress of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. And Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattresses orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash rogue theory. That is helixsleep.com slash rogue theory for up to $200 off and two free pillows. And Rogue Theory is also sponsored by Credit Karma Money. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma Money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. And when you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDI insured spend account for free and there's no minimum balance requirements and free withdrawals from over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between July 1st and July 23rd, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. So go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See the rules. Banking services provided by MVV Bank Incorporated, member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. And Rogue Theory is also brought to you by Bespoke Post. As you're undertaking summer adventures, take Bespoke Post with you. Their new lineup of essential Box of Awesome collections for guys are guaranteed to upgrade your life no matter what you're into. Some of my favorite boxes from the past have great shirts I wear all the time, cool kitchen equipment, and some fun travel gear. So whether you're out taming the wilderness or taking your home bar to pro-level heights, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. And Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Their new parked box comes with a cool camp chair and the Hecho box comes with everything you need to level up your taco night. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help them pick up the right Box of Awesome for you. And they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. And each box costs only 45 bucks but has over $70 worth of gear on the inside. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code ROGUE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code ROGUE for 20% off your first box. Okay guys, continuing on with the episode. So this episode had a very interesting quote from Mobius that stuck out to all of us, I feel, when he mentioned vampires being brought in by the TVA in the past. Now, is this setting up Blade's introduction to the MCU, and how could Blade first appear in the MCU? Hmm, I don't mm. know if this is an introduction to Blade, more so it's just like a name drop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just a, mm. it's a, it's a little taste. Mm. It's a little taste. Oh, it's a little paprika. <laughs> it's just a little bit um, cilantro. I, I think it's just like mm. they said it, just like how right, they said right. in um, Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier, the like wizards, whatever, and this. It's just like, so you know that like, oh, it's in the universe. 
but on the side <laughs> of that, so I'm not a realist or I'm not mm. a dreamer, I guess, in that case where I'm just like, I think he just said it, does it say it? Like just to acknowledge that, yes, vampires do are in this world, which is great to have acknowledged because then it's like, okay, how can we bring in Blade? And I think a way, uh, the greatest mm. way I want to bring in Blade is just through the Midnight Suns. Yeah. That way we can have a connection um, with Ghost Rider mm. and bring him in here. <laughs> uh, I really like Ghost Rider just as much as Erica Wusu loves Ghost Rider. So I, I just think it'd be fun to bring him in all guns blazing <laughs> but um i also think that blade was such mm. and i know that like blade walks so the rest of these movies could run but it also is such a good standalone movie on its own that i do want him kind of how we got uh jessica jones mm. and how we got luke cage i kind of want it in on its own i want it on its own bring it into the bring it into the mcu for sure like i'd still be happy with that but blade yeah, okay. is such a good standalone yeah, okay. that i kind of just want him to be on its own does that make sense? I don't want to. I don't want to segregate them, but like <laughs> that is such a great. Film. That maybe wasn't the right word. It was such I a was great. Like, segregate. MT, MT, the way you looked at me, the way you looked at me, I said, oh. oh God. I said, Jessica, read the room. Out of the upcoming MCU projects, which do you think Blade is most likely to cameo in? This one. If I didn't see the, only because it's like mm. we're opening. Well, if he okay, so uh, from what we hear right now, mm. um, I think the more the more realistic way he would drop is a different timeline, you know. So I think this would be the right way to introduce him. Don't think he's gonna show up, but this would be a good one or Doctor mm, Strange. But one. I think the I, movie's under, already I understand finished. that. I just think from the trailers we've seen, there seems to be so much underworld fighting going on in that trailer. People in dark bars with people fighting it makes a lot of sense that yo i would shit myself if blade showed up i would literally wow that doesn't make a lot of sense i like that because i was even thinking like you know he would have to show up in one of the more grounded <sighs> i mean not i don't want to say grounded but you know in one of the street level oh guess, yeah properties and i was actually thinking he might be in moon moon night i mean even watching the behind the scenes uh, of like oscar isaac doing that fighting and the choreography yeah, moon night. i can imagine Especially with like moon gods in the night. I can imagine introducing or talking about Blade a little bit more in that. But you know, and getting back to the first question, if he was gonna be yeah. in this, like mm -hmm. I could easily mm -hmm. see them making him a TV agent, you know, like that he's a hunter mm -hmm. already. He's a vampire hunter. So I could see that. I kind of don't want to because mm -hmm. that would be really easy. Um, and so I could see that. But I also am wondering if this is more mm -hmm. of a business decision uh. to talk to name drop mm -hmm. vampires because. You know, we're now getting to a point where Marvel and the MCU cannot mm -hmm. stop the Sony universe of movies, like it or not, mm -hmm. you know, we have Morbius on deck after, you know, Venom 2, and, and, and you know, Kevin Feige isn't necessarily, I think, involved in those, in the, and, and not mm -hmm. to dig on them, but, you know, the quality control of making sure they fit inside canon and universe and all of that. So by name-dropping the mm -hmm. multiverse, and that multiple places exist, by name-dropping vampires, you're, you're priming the audience to accept that the other versions of this exist and that, therefore, if it's not that good, don't worry because we got all these <laughs> other multiverse, multiverses over here and we're doing this. And I think that's another reason why they're, they're, they're opening up the multiverse with Spider-Man, you know, because right. you can't stop Tony wanting to just start, you know, using all these characters. Yeah. So I wonder if that was, if it's really more of a behind the scenes business yeah. decision. Blade, I can see doing this. Marshala, no. Um, I, and by doing this, I mean, so like, as in like reading Blade in the comics, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe he would do something like this, but it's like, imagining like, cause Wesley Snipes when playing Blade was like, I don't take anything from nobody. 
And that's mm. how I see Marshala too. So I feel like it's gonna be hard mm. to get him to work with other people. Not like actual Marshala, the character, to like theoretically like play around with other people, even though in the comics he does. But like, can it's you imagine Marshala working on a exactly, team? Yeah. No, he works alone. <laughs> and so uh, I, I'm very excited for Blade. I think the uh, the vampire thing, like all, like most Marvel things, is a great little appetizer. It probably won't pay off in Loki. I think Shang Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings is where we're going to get our first Blade. That's what I say. If the Darkhold, sorry, if the Darkhold comes in more, so I guess he can come in with the Darkhold. Um, are we going to see, are we, sure. where was the other opportunity that we're going to see that other than Dr. Strange, right? We went, so no, I, I, I hold my guns and say Dr. Strange or Loki. Sounds good. Well, these are all fantastic answers, but I'm going to give a good 2000 points to my boy, Tommy B because yeah. that answer, I really, I really like the whole Shang-Chi element because like, it's yeah. true. Like we could see uh, like him pop Me up too. in that blood sport fight, and I would literally pee my pants. I would literally <laughs> my mind would ex would explode because I'd be like, "Oh my god, mm -hmm. we're getting it already!" So I'm gonna give two thousand points to Mr. Tommy B, mm. one thousand points to Jess and Tom for their excellent answers because you guys are empty people. Do you hate me? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't hate you. MG, I promise I do don't you hate, hate you. I just, I'm just giving um, out points wildly. Okay. Well, excellent answers. Like you guys are so smart. I love listening mm. to you guys, but we are on to our rogue question of the day, which is okay. The Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones Fedora, sold for $350,000 at an auction this week. Mm -hmm. $350,000 than a fedora is worth, in my opinion. But whatever. <laughs> um, but so. what movie prop would you pay more money than you have for and why? <laughs> I think I would, um, I would pay at auction a decent amount for all of the leftover real cocaine Al Pacino did in Scarface. <laughs> you know they collected that shit i would buy i would honest to god i would buy a uh r2d2 oh yeah Ooh. that's so good yeah that would be a baller thing to show off to your friends when they come over like oh it's just the real r2d no big deal you know <laughs> the actual I think the basketball from Space Jam, yes. the original when Space Jam, would court. be something worth so yes. much money because it's just, even though it's like CGI, it's still like, this is the oh, prop yes. that we use for Michael Jordan <laughs> to play basketball with in this remarkable movie. He goes, and he stretches, that's the noise I think he made. Um, I, I don't know if I would pay, I love Space Jam, don't know if I would pay that much for that prop. My world would be like something from like something stupid, like Fast and the Furious. I don't know, but. <laughs> My thing from is Fast and Furious, I was gonna say like one of those cars that can flip and avoid missiles that, you know, that's very, very practical. That would go very well and help you in traffic. You know, you have so many, but actually I think mm. real, a real fan thing I would really want is um, the 1989 Batmobile. The Michael Keaton Batmobile. But if it worked, if not, not a prop, if everything worked, and well, even if I want to go through a thin alley, I can pop off the left and the right and just thread that needle. Oh, man, that would be oh would my God, that would be dollar sick. for that. That would be pretty sick. You know, A24 was sell doing an auction of their products from movies, which A24, <laughs> great place to be selling products. And they were selling stuff like from the lighthouse, Whoa. the like mermaid <laughs> <laughs> like stick and it went it sold for like a mill i swear to god it sold for so much they were a24 is such a successful like production company that let alone like selling props from midsommar 
or just like hereditary, people are going to eat that stuff up. To answer this question myself, because I, I oh, think yeah. this is a really good question. <laughs> yeah. I, so, mm-hmm. you know, you guys obviously know I, I, I love Gardens of the Galaxy. That's a very big film for me. Oh, really? And so in, <laughs> in the broker's um, little shop in Gardens mm-hmm. of the Galaxy 1, there's this cube inside of it cube. that looks so beautiful. And like, I've wanted that cube for the longest time. It's like a rainbow cube. It's so, it's so nice, but oh. it's so like, this, it was made by this mm. glass maker that like, he's super, super diesel at making glass. Mm. I forget what his name, but like those things like run for like thousands of dollars. Oh. Like, so to actually get that prop is a very costly thing. Do they thing. have that but like that's at just Disney, me. like hanging mm. in the Guardians ride? That would be sick. I, that would be amazing, but yeah. I highly doubt it. <laughs> Please, if anyone's at Disneyland and they find it, just steal it for me. I'll give you $20 uh, for your efforts. <laughs> okay, so to wrap this question up, I'm going to give the, uh, I'm gonna give 2,000 points to Miss Jess Clemens because Space Jam is amazing. Hands behind my back. Hands tied behind my back. I'm going to do it now. 1,000 points to the boys because those are also great ideas. I do like Batmobile. Dig it. <laughs> but no, I think that makes Tom our winner, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you. I'll, I'll take I'll take a W one time with these uh, with these other rock stars over here. So I, I'll, I'll accept it this one time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. But that is it for our episode of World Theory. Thank you to our guests Jessica Clemens, Tom Michelson, and Tommy Bechtold for joining us today support our channel by checking out our new loki theme merch at newrockstarsmerch.com follow me at mastertainment if you like weird shit and follow new rockstars wherever we are on twitter on youtube but when we if you do follow us on youtube make sure to hit that notification bell so you get notifications whenever we upload a video thank you guys for watching and we will see you next time goodbye